paid 260 euros for a pair of Crocs, man. Those shoes pretty much broke my foot. It's only going downhill from here. What up, guys? This is Josh. And this is Fobbs. And this is the Kickback Pod. All right, and we are back once again. Kickback Pod. JD, Fobbs, back at it again. Just like always, man. Just like always, we're back at it every couple of weeks for you guys. And excited to do this pod. It's a news pod. There's always shit going on in the sneaker world. We'll try to get through some of the bigger topics in this episode. Uh, I'm joined, of course, with my man, Fobbs. How you doing, bro? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm I'm very good. Lots of uh, lots of big things happening. What about you, man? How are you? I'm all right. Like, I mean, uh, since last time we talked, I went to Italy. Yeah. Uh, you said was... you were in the most beautiful city you've ever been in, right? The most beautiful city I've been in so far, yes. I, uh, well, in Europe, at least. I would say it's, yeah, top one. Uh, it's and top one. It's definitely top one. Uh, Florence, I'm specifically speaking about Florence. Incredible city because it's like that city never left the 14th century. It's, it's like so well-maintained. It's incredible. And I totally suggest everyone to visit there at least once. Uh, and went to Milan as well. Uh, pretty cool uh, story in Milan. The concierge at my hotel uh, recognized me from YouTube. So that was <laughs> so that, nice. was, that was pretty cool. Sneakerhead guy. Shout out to the concierge. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. Milan was cool too. Nothing much to do in Milan though. I mean, besides there's like the the Duomo, right? Like the yeah. the church, and then there's just a lot of shopping. But uh, I mean, it's mainly like just like a shopping type of city. Yeah, it's but, very uh, international. Like it's a very modern city. It's very different to the rest of Italy. And yeah, I think definitely. it's a nice, like, I guess if you're in Italy a lot or whatever, it's a nice change of pace to the other cities, but it's, I wouldn't say it's any different. Obviously there's differences, but like in terms of how it's structured and what kind of shops it has, it's, it's not any different to any other, you know, European metropolitan city. I, um, on the trip, I took with me the uh, protection pack. Uh, which uh, which was which was you know the it's been my go-to travel sneaker just because it's so comfortable so I always uh, the last two trips I've been I've taken that sneaker with me and I also finally broke out the uh, veneers um, from the uh, from the ugly duckling pack that was the only pair that I still hadn't worn yet and uh, what color is that those are the orange ones or what no those are the green ones the green and with the purple swoosh Mm, okay it was like yeah. the second one in the pack yeah and so now I, so now i've actually like worn all three of those sneakers and i i still think there's no better set of dunks and i, I feel like if you're gonna just have three dunks in your whole collection you can just have those they're just to me they're just like the most perfect dunks they're um, probably pretty hard to get now though right like i mean I know what you mean, but like saying like, oh yeah, you just need these three. <laughs> it's like oh, yeah, yeah, stock X are probably really expensive. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna drop like at least a thousand dollars if you're gonna try to cop all three right now. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so those that's what I took with me on the trip. Uh should we get into latest pickups? Yeah, did you buy anything there or did you save your pickups for Berlin? I didn't pick up any shoes when I was there. I I, I tried, like I went into a lot of people shout out to everyone that gave me all the best stores to go to in Milan. I went to literally all of them, one block down, Slam Jam, Milano. Uh, but they didn't really have anything in stock that I wanted. 
uh they had like the yeezy 500 blushes that was like the only like hype sneaker i saw but uh i i already uh, have that pair so i didn't i didn't buy that um but no i did get a lot of sneakers in berlin though i've, I've quite a few pickups since the last pod uh starting off with the uh, georgetown ones so this sneaker uh, by the way for the american listeners listening it will be releasing april the 2nd in the u.s uh europe got like a one month earlier release and yeah this sneaker it's a it's an 85 jordan one and it is the fourth colorway so far to drop of these 85 jordan ones in the last three years uh and in my opinion besides you know the neutral grays of course like i love that pair uh but the colorway i didn't like the leather but overall i would say if you talk about colorway versus leather quality this one might be the best out of the four i think it's just a really nice clean colorway navy with gray and i was really scared to wear this pair because i had such a bad experience with the neutral grays the neutral grays literally I experienced pain wearing a shoe worse than I've ever had on any other pair. It was just brutal to wear, excruciating pain. That leather was just unforgiving. But this Georgetown ones, luckily, the leather is way softer. You don't have to go a half size up. You can go true to size. The leather breaks in quite well. So yeah, fan of the Georgetown ones. Uh, second pickup, uh, the Salomon ACS. Uh, I, I, I put a picture up of this shoe on my Instagram as well. I picked up this white pair. It's, it's like white and uh, it has like a cream base. And I don't know how many of you guys are going to, you know, unfollow me if I, if I say this right now, but uh, I might just give a Solomon my sneaker of the year award so far. <laughs> oh, that's an early shout. Dude, I love this pair, man. It's, <laughs> it looks like nothing else that I own. And, didn't you uh, didn't you get like the the red and gray pair and then you let those go and picked up yeah. these white ones right you yeah last yeah time. exactly last time i picked up the red and gray uh and uh i that one unfortunately i picked it up also not exactly in the in the right size i picked it up true to size that one. Oh, sorry no i picked up that one a half size down than what i normally wear because i spoke with uh, uh massimo from soulbox he suggested me to go half size down I got it, got it a half size down. It was way too small, way too tight. Uh, so I, I let, ended up uh, letting go of that pair. And then this pair, I got it in my true size. Shout out to Vu store, by the way. Um, and, uh, I got it in my true size. And dude, they are so, so, so nice. What a nice colorway. And it's, it's like a shoe that, you know, if you wear it, it's like those who know, know. You know what I mean? Like uh, not a lot of people are going to know what those are. But if you do respect, you know, it's it's such a dope looking sneaker, feels very comfortable too. And I don't know if it's considered a hiking shoe. I don't think so. But um, now it's more way, of a trail running shoe, I think, or something like that. It, it, it's, it looks, I don't even know how to describe it. It looks futuristic, but it also looks kind of retro it's very 2000s kind of like it look it, i always compared to the uh the adidas climacool that they had back in the day yeah um because it's of. got that like see-through side and i know they brought the climacools back a couple of years ago but i think they brought them back too early because everyone's on that like y2k wave and these are very y2k in my mind and i know what you mean like they're very like if you know you know like it, it's kind of like that that nod you give someone yeah, you know you're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah sure. you know you you know what you're talking about. You know what you're wearing, kind of. Yeah, it's it, it's it, a dope shoe. It's a dope shoe. You know what the shoe reminds me of? It reminds me of Shredder from Ninja Turtles. 
Did you I ever, never watched. Oh, that, you never no. watched Ninja Turtles? Okay, all right. <laughs> then you have no idea what I'm talking about. But like, he's like the main villain in Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like, yeah, uh, listeners, if you guys know who I'm talking about, you'll get the reference. But yeah, it's uh, I love the shoe, man. Uh, and I think I'm gonna do a whole review of it on my YouTube. I haven't done that yet. A uh, couple of more. I have quite a few, man. So a <laughs> sneaker um, that I picked up about three years too late and i totally regret not having the shoe before i finally picked up the yeezy desert boot uh it had a restock a couple of weeks ago uh at least in europe i'm not sure if it was a worldwide restock but i picked up the yeezy desert boot in the rock colorway and wow i love how the sneaker looks on feet it looks really good and it's like a very high quality pair of yeezys you're getting it for 200 bucks retail you compare it with like a Yeezy 700 or even a Yeezy 350, I feel like the quality and what you're getting for your money with these Yeezy boots is just so superior than pretty much all these other Yeezys. And they look, they just look really good on feet, I got to say. So I'm very happy to finally pick those up in my size. Uh, also picked up the Jordan 1 Rebellionaire. Oh, uh, those are terrible. Yo, I was just going to say, I actually have them in my hand right here. And uh, yeah, these, uh, these, I just, you know, I entered for them on the sneakers app and I'm like, if I don't win or whatever, I don't care. I ended up hitting on them and yeah, they're definitely hideous. You know, they're, they have way too much writing on it. I get the whole storyline behind it. You know, like these shoes were banned. You can see the X at the back of the shoe. Uh, yeah like a very obnoxious x on the back of the shoe and there's so much text on the sneaker like way too much text and that's something that i'm gonna wear but uh i i get it you know for the real like jordan collectors out there i can see why they'd want this pair um definitely a pass for me though man it is like i'm sorry but i hate that shoe so much i just don't understand like i know that i'm pretty sure they were like lining up camping out at overkill for these like two days in advance or something it i were they oh my god that's what i was told like is it a mid or is it a high it's a high it's it's actually the shadow colorway so that's what i'm saying they they've ruined a great colorway by putting on this stupid lettering over it that is like this patent reflective material or whatever the (laughs) the the x on the heel i don't mind because i know that the um there was like the, the Air Jordan 1 band, like the breads, they yeah. dropped like a few, what was it, like 10 years ago almost now? Yeah. Or even more, 2012, something like that with the X on the back. So that's like a cool like shout out to that. But man, yeah, this is not a shoe that I would ever even consider for a millisecond to buy <laughs> or wear ever, ever, ever. Yeah. What is the, what is the thinking behind this? Like behind this design process, you know, like why do you need to write why do you need to have this much text on a sneaker who possibly thinks this looks good i, I have no idea jordan brand Do yeah I mean, this one the the not for resale air jordan ones had way less text and they were still like it's gimmicky man like why are you putting text on a sneaker the only sneakers that are allowed to have text on them are off-white nikes yeah everything else I, like I please do not put too much text on it it just ruins it like you, you're not wearing shoes to read off of them you're wearing shoes for them to look cool yeah, I, I'm totally with you on the off-white exception. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so then there was, uh, and there was a last pickup, which both you and me picked up. Yep. But I'll let you talk about it uh, in your pickup. So why don't you go for it? Yeah, so we uh, we both got the Nike Sakai Vapor Waffle in the white colorway, the white nylon. Um, I mean, what can I say? Like, I 
when I first saw this silhouette, I at Fashion Week, what was it like almost two years ago? I loved it. I was like, damn, this is like, this is the next Sakai Nike. This looks so cool. Like, I love the colorways, the original colorways, whatever. And then they started to drop, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I could wear these because they, they, they're literal bricks, right? It's like you're wearing a like Huge. a hovercraft on your shoe, uh, on your on your feet. And um, then I saw this colorway leak. Like it, what it leaked and was teased months ago, almost right, like last year at some point. And releases kept getting delayed, and I don't know what else was happening. But I was like, okay, you know what? If these white uh, vapor waffles with the gum sole drop then I have to get them because they're my favorite colorway by far so far. And uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to hit at Vu. Shout out Vu. I know you got them at Vu as well. I feel I like know, everyone I, on I, my timeline wanted Vu. Like I saw two other people post on their stories that they were at Vu picking them up. I Really? Fan- yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, I also got them at Vu and, and our listeners are thinking Vu is like the kickback pod backdoor <laughs> plug, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> no, we both won through. I mean, I, I applied for the black ones as well. Uh, I'm happy that I got the white ones. I was going to trade the black ones for a white pair if I had won the black ones. Um, you know, you can never go wrong with an all white sneaker and a gum sole. Um, I'm excited to try them on. I've already got like an outfit in mind. I'm going to wear my, like, actually, I'm not going to say I'm going to post it when I do. Um, but I'm, I'm excited because I feel like they're also going to give me like six inches of extra height, you know, they do, they do. And they're, they're actually, you know, compared to the, uh, LD waffles, these are actually way more comfortable because it has that, uh, Nike vapor wave, um, mm-hmm. uh, cushioning, yeah. right. So it's, it's actually a really comfy shoe and, uh, I, I actually prefer the nylon versions much more than the mesh just because they're just a lot more durable. Yeah. And yeah, and, I, and I, I was making the point in my video, and let me know if you agree. Like, as far as new Nike silhouettes over the last couple of years, I actually think that's the best new Nike silhouette in the last two years. What do you think? Disagree. 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 Yeah. What, what, I, what I'm going to go. I'm going to go with a very, very similar shoe, the ISPA Road Warrior. Oh, man. Always with the obscure ones, man. <laughs> it's not obscure. It's not obscure because if you look at it, like it, it's reselling for 700 euros on StockX. Is like it? it's, it's pretty hyped. Yeah. yeah I need to. Um, I mean, okay. Retail was like 400, 450. But in terms of new, completely new designs, this is by far my favorite from Nike over the last few years because I the think road that, warrior. Yeah. The road warrior, the one that has like a, like the split toe and then the, the oh. you see that one. Yeah. This is, this is the one they they had. Didn't they have a collab with like Matthew Williams? Yeah. So his looks okay. very similar to this one, but uh, his is called like the zoom type three or something. Uh, but I, I really like the road warrior because I love like what ISPA is doing or like the, the sub brand ISPA. It's kind of like the new age, like space age ACG, what ACG was back in the, you know, nineties, eighties, when they were like really, you know, innovating and coming up with crazy sneaker designs and colorways and whatever. That's what ISPA is doing now, like 30, 40 years later. Um, so yeah, I would I would have yeah, to say this, okay. but it, it goes it goes in the same direction, right? Like they're very not similar looking, but relatively similar looking. Uh, but I, I think this, yeah, I agree. After looking at it, okay, it it does have a case for best new silhouette in the last two years. 
Yeah. I'm it's on my cop list for this year. Uh, maybe I'll move some some stock around and 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 pick this pair up, but the the prices are ridiculous right Insane. now. Insane. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I got the Sakai Nike and then I got seated uh, a pair of a few Asics Gelite 3s from their uh Wabi Sabi pack, I think it was called. And uh I got to say, man, I've worn these shoes so often over the last 2 weeks. Um, first of all, shout out a few, shout out Max, shout out, you know, the whole team, um, man, that, uh, that shoe is, it's the perfect colorway. It's got these like really nice kind of pastel purples and greens and grays. And I just bought a new coffee table and the shoe matches the coffee table almost one-to-one, like the colorway. It's, it's absolutely incredible. So uh, I'll have to send you a picture after this, or maybe I'll post on Instagram. Did you put, did you put that as like a, uh, like a piece of furniture? What do you mean? Did you, did you use the shoe kind of like to display in your living room near the coffee table just to like, you know, match (laughs) the vibe? No, no, no. I should though, but the the shoes are uh, at the entrance right now and the coffee table is by the couch. But um, if, when I put the shoe basically on the coffee table, so you can visualize it, it's almost like it's camouflage. It's literally the colors are so similar and it was a total accent as well. The colorway Um, is sick. That's my type of colors. Those are dope. They're super nice, super springy. So I'm going to be wearing the shoe. And I mean, the gel light three is such a comfortable sneaker as well. So I'm going to be wearing these shoes a lot in the coming weeks. So I only have two pickups. I mean, only is, you know, I mean, two pickups is a lot over two, two pickups in two weeks is still a lot for like yeah. the average person. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It, compared to JD kick six, it's not a lot, but um, yeah, no, I think I mean, it, it, on average it's, it's, it's quite a lot. And uh, I'm super happy with both pairs. This, this was a more exceptional week though. Like, cause I actually picked up a bunch of stuff that I'm actually going to wear like the ACS Salomons and the mm-hmm. easy desert boots and, yeah, actually just those two i'm probably gonna you know <laughs> keep for myself and wear so uh yeah uh, it was a good week for pickups i also picked up the uh burberry uh, supreme skate deck which Ooh, i am what color? which i am the, the uh regular one the beige tartans very nice um so i'm using i'm just displaying that right now like in my hallway and it looks really dope <laughs> just Dude, thought I, I, mentioned that. I i wanted that as well but i knew that if i would get it uh, my fiance wouldn't let me put it up in the apartment. She'd be like, "We're not putting up a fucking skateboard deck on the wall." Yeah, um, see, like, but I, I do think would, it looks dope. My, my my girlfriend normally would say that if it was any other like Supreme stuff. But the thing is, I like Supreme. She likes Burberry, so it actually kind of works. <laughs> Dude, that's that's perfect. Yeah, no, I exactly. think it's super dope. Like, uh, I, and I think you got the best colorway as well. The traditional kind of beige like camel color yeah exactly it's a classic burberry um but yeah so that's it in terms of pickups shall we just jump right into the sneaker news let's go into news i mean we have quite a bit of news to get into so uh yeah why don't you start us off all right so uh first of all and i don't know if this is news or kind of more of like a little trend report but i've noticed and i know we spoke briefly before we start recording so you said you didn't really notice this but maybe some of the readers did i noticed that a lot of 90s basketball sneakers are making a big comeback especially nike um basketball sneakers so most recently i think there were rumors or like leaks of a supreme uh, nike air zoom flight 95 which uh, Jason Kidd wore back in 1994. Super nice sneaker. There are, I think, I mean, there's definitely probably going to be more than one colorway, but the colorway that uh, was leaked is like this 
I, I guess they're calling it like a, it's almost like a UNC colorway and it's got this paisley pattern on it. Not a huge fan of the paisley pattern, but this I can see. This might be the weirdest sneaker I've seen <laughs> this year. I, I can't even believe what I'm looking at right now. This is, this is nuts. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's in this peak nineties. It's peak nineties basketball, right? Like it's, it's going in the direction of like trying to be super futuristic. Yes. The colorway is a little bit crazy, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of feeling it. Yeah, I, I now that I've seen this shoe, yeah, I remember this model. Like this was, this was such a such a weird model. That that bubble at the bottom, like mm-hmm. it looked like a little like egg, you know, at the yeah. bottom of the shoe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but wow, Supreme, <laughs> Supreme putting this blue all over like baby blue color with a paisley pattern. This is this is wild, even for Supreme. Wow, what a what a yeah. collab. <laughs> I assume that there's going to be like a black colorway and then like a red colorway as well as Supreme usually does. Uh, I think there's a little bit, and we'll put the link in the show notes so you can take a look whilst you're listening, but there's a little bit too much Supreme branding for me on the midsole. I don't know about you. I think there doesn't need to be like Supreme, 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 Supreme everywhere. Um, but I mean, as far as nineties basketball sneakers go, it's not that bad. No, this is not bad. This is definitely not bad. I I could see like a black colorway, especially looking pretty good on this. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, the so the angle that we're looking at right now, that's the inside of the shoe. If you, uh, if you remember the outside of the midsole actually had three of those eggs. Yes. So yeah, yes, exactly. So, so there's that sneaker that is likely to drop at some point this season or this year. Um, Social status is working on two pairs of the Nike Air Penny 2, which uh, I think anyone who's been paying attention over the last six months has seen the rumors that a bunch of Penny Hardaway's signature sneakers are making a comeback. Um, Again, a lot of university blue on these colorways. Uh, One is kind of like this white gray university blue, and the other one is white black with hints of university blue on it. Um, social status has had some pretty interesting collaborations over the last couple seasons with Nike. Obviously, the the Nike Dunk uh, chocolate milk and strawberry strawberry milk being one of those. Um, again, a super chunky '90s 2000s basketball sneaker. Penny Hardaway, obviously, an all star, a legend in his own right. Um, actually, funny story uh, or fun fact: Michael Jordan actually wore. Penny Hardaway's signature sneakers in a playoff game back in 97, I think, which is, uh, I think the only time he's ever worn someone else's signature shoes. Oh, that's an interesting, uh, trivia question. Yeah. And, uh, Penny Hardaway's signature shoe was also the foam posits, which obviously is a very, very popular sneaker. Um, so yeah, two colors of that, of that coming out as well. And then there's Stussy, who are working on an air penny as well. So the air penny or the penny line getting a lot of love. Um, I know that ambush is working on a Nike air zoom flight as well. Uh, I think we posted that on the kickback a few months ago. Um, it's, it's got like this removable strap on the forefoot, which is pretty cool. Um, I, I believe that's dropping in uh, one, maybe two colorways. So 
I don't know what this means exactly. I know that fashion is very cyclical and maybe Nike has said, Hey, we want to push our nineties and two thousands basketball sneakers, or maybe late eighties, early nineties basketball sneakers, um, in the next few years. And this is kind of how they're ramping that up, but it seems like a lot of stuff is happening there. A lot of these sneakers will also be celebrating their 30th anniversary in the coming years. So maybe that's a reason. Um, we all know Nike loves its anniversaries, but, uh, yeah, as for why exactly what the strategy is there, I don't have that much info. I just know that I can see that there's something brewing there. So if you're a fan of these kind of sneakers, big, chunky kind of basketball vibes, uh, you are in luck for sure. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm not sure exactly what the strategy is to bring back all these air penny sneakers, but, uh, yeah, it seems like this, okay. There's going to be like three different collabs on the way so yeah they're definitely putting some emphasis there um yeah. yeah and speaking of uh sneakers coming back so a lot of people call this sneaker the greatest sneaker of all time uh we've heard rumors and it seems like it's confirmed now that the chicago ones will be making a comeback later this year in uh i think october is supposed to remove october is rumoredly supposed to be the month where it's going to drop um, and it's not exactly going to be a Chicago one. Uh, it's, it's being called the Chicago one reimagined. And the last time we saw that reimagined word was on those patent breads that dropped a couple of months ago. So there's been like all these pictures floating around of like just like in regular 85 Jordan. And I feel like everyone is it's setting up the expectations for everyone that we're going to get like a replica of the 85 Jordans. But I'm just saying, guys, this is called the Chicago One Reimagined. So prepare to be disappointed a little bit. I don't think it's going to be an exact <laughs> replica of the of the 85s. If if those breads were any uh, indication, then we might see like some patent leather or something to throw off the shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But I'm hoping it's as close to the 85s as possible because if these rumors are true, we're going to get like an actual um retro of this sneaker then i've already started saving my money for this because i know how difficult it's going to be to cop so this is definitely going to be a must add to the collection that's actually a good point that you say the name is really important here because you know if if it was a one-to-one remake of the 1985 they would have just called it a nike air jordan one high 85 chicago right Mm -hmm. which is what they've done with the georgetown which they did with the neutral gray um so yeah i think josh you're on to something here and for the purists out there definitely be prepared for something that you weren't expecting i think uh nike loves to like like josh just said loves to throw the spanner in the works and kind of i don't know do something put a zipper on there or yeah. or i don't i don't know or put on a different like midsole or put some zoom air react foam in there i don't know what what they're gonna do but it's definitely not gonna or i don't think we don't think it's gonna be the original from 85 if it is let's say it is right how many pairs you think they are gonna release how many should they release like do you do you think we're gonna see a million pairs of these chicago Mm. ones 
Yeah. I mean, obviously the smart business decision is to release like, I don't know, a million pairs and just make so much money, right? Like every footlocker will have stock and whatever, and your boutiques will have like 200 pairs each. But what would be cool is if they released 19,850 pairs. So like, you know, 1985 kind of. Dude, those, <laughs> yeah. They're each going to have a resale price of like $5,000 if that's it would the be, case. Yeah, it would be. I mean, no, the original the original costs like two. You can get, no. How much does the original cost if you go on like a uh, StockX? You mean like an 85 Jordan? Or yeah, just you're like probably, the last you're probably paying like 10K, right? Like 10 yeah, to yeah. 15K. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe you would probably you'd easily easily hit like one to two k resell if they kept it below twenty k pairs, um, but I don't know. I think I think it'd be cool to see something like that and then have it be relatively limited because I feel like there needs to be some more excitement around Air Jordan ones. I know you might disagree in some respects, but I think that the last year's worth of Air Jordan one colorways have been pretty trash outside of like special collaborations, you know, like the yeah. Amamanier one is super nice, but I don't know. I hate these Gore-Tex ones. And then the one that you really like, which is like purple, green, black, you know, that one, uh, which one, the, the one, a few, few episodes ago, you were like, Oh, this is like the best Air Jordan one colorway in a while. Oh man. I, I already forgot. So it's probably not that good. <laughs> so it's probably not that good. No, because I saw someone else posting about it as well. Um, I don't know. I, I just think that we need, we need to shelve the Air Jordan one for a little bit maybe and bring back some excitement and some hype and some energy. Yeah. I agree with you that I don't think they're going to mass produce it. Uh, simply because if let's say they make 2 million pairs and a lot of people are able to get a pair at that point, it's like, why do you need any more Jordan ones? You know, like, why do you need any more colorways? You got the best one ever. And I, if like, I, I know for me, if I were to cop that, I, I would definitely lose interest a lot in copying more Jordan ones after that, just because I've got the best one ever, you know? Um, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's see, let's hope for the best with that release. Yep. Uh, moving on to something more recent, uh, it's already March 20, no, it's already March, uh, 17th when we're recording this March 26th will be Air Max day 2022. And so far we've only gotten uh, news that there will be this three pack of Air Max ones releasing. Uh, so, uh, there's, there is the North American one, which is called the blueprint, uh, which I think is actually the best out of the pack. Uh, Europe will be seeing this, uh, city of lights air max one. And then finally there is one in, uh, I believe Asia. It's like a orange colorway. I don't know what the name is exactly. It's, uh, um, the air max one premium, I think is what they're calling it. Yeah, that one. Uh, that one has like it looks like a like kind of like a cracked midsole. Um, that one's interesting too. I don't know what is your what are your thoughts on this pack, bro? I'm yawning right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite. I I find it quite boring. Um, I feel like Air Max Day has just become worse and worse over the last few years. Like when Nike was still doing stuff with the sneakers app and like the you know. I forget what it was called, but where they had those workshops and then people would like design air maxes and then people would vote on the winner. And then that would be produced next year. 
So like a fan-made Air Max, and most of these were really dope. Like you had one from Korea or two two designs from Korea. Then you had that like, was actually pretty cool when they right. Did that. Like I thought that was super cool, and it was like such a great way to involve the community. And and that's like for me, that's like what all of these brands are trying to do, right? Create hype and buzz around sneakers, but also cater to the community, involve the community, and make people feel like they have a say, right, in what is dropping. Um, and they, they did that as well with like some retros, right? They dropped their animal pack, uh, the, Sean Walderspoon dropped a pair like a few years ago. Um, but it just feels like, and maybe this is because of Corona, obviously, like, uh, that could also happen with like less in-person events and stuff, but the energy has just dropped off a cliff almost, you know? Definitely. Um, so I would say I'm not super impressed with this pack. Also the shape on these doesn't look very og to me but i'm also not the biggest air max one fan um what i what i imagine will happen is that we'll get these three colorways regionally blocked right which will you know which nike is probably hoping drives up the resale price or whatever i don't know if that'll happen uh and then we're probably going to get like a bunch of other releases as well like you know they always come up with these like air max 90 20 or whatever and it's like a remake of the air max 90 for example or something like that i, I think that we're going to see something like that which i'm also not a huge fan of <laughs> yeah man this 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 pack is just not doing it for me especially that european one the city of lights that one is that one is a serious like snooze fest man like that one is just really boring uh, the other two are decent but yeah overall pretty lame air max one day or sorry air max day do you think, and I've seen the rumors about this, do you think there's any chance that they're going to shock drop the Travis Scott Air Max 1 on this day? Oh, man. I mean, I'll I'll turn that question around to you. Do you think it's been long enough since the controversy, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, when was the controversy? November of last year or? Something like that. It was definitely before, it was well before Christmas. It was yeah, well like before Christmas. October, yeah, yeah. November, something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been like, seven months um i haven't been following his legal proceedings uh too closely like whether or not he was found uh guilty of of uh, of of all the crimes he was charged with but i don't know i feel like the people have kind of just you know as, anytime there's a big controversy it always gets better as time moves on people just tend to forget about things quickly i feel like people are have kind of gotten over the whole travis fiasco and I don't think it would be like too controversial to drop his shoes on that day, but um, yeah, you, you yeah. Th- what do you, I mean, do you I, think I it's too soon? It. I mean, I think the sneakers suck either way, right? Like, uh, yeah. the, I, we we've I, we've talked about it several times. I think that he's literally just pasting his backward swoosh on an Air Max One, has changed some paneling, and called it a day. For me, that's I don't know. And the Air Max one doesn't feel like a Travis Scott shoe, man. Like he doesn't, he's never worn. At least I I don't think I've ever seen him wear an Air Max one. That's not been his own. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and we, we spoke about this in a previous episode. Why not do something completely fresh, you know, Uh, give him something uh, along the lines of Matthew Williams or, um, I know Kanye is always like the North star, right? Like him creating, I mean, him and his team creating completely new sneaker designs, but why not give Travis Scott that 
and, and or just leave him leave him on the Jordans. He's got great Jordan fours. He's got his Jordan uh, Jordan one. No wait, oh, I'm, no six. Yeah, yeah, he's got Jordan ones and sixes. Oh, yeah, he does have a Jordan one. He's yeah, yeah he's a good. low and a high. True, man. How how did I forget that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he's more. He's a Jordans dude. He's a dunk guy, but also that's a little bit artificial in my opinion he's not an air max one guy so why are you putting him on the air max one obviously to push the air max one but ah, i don't know i don't see it remember when they put him on the the trunners <laughs> oh man <laughs> but i feel like that was like the era where he wasn't the global superstar that he is now right because i think that took a while even even his first fours he wasn't a global superstar and i feel like during that era nike made it was almost like Nike had the attitude that they would make their collaborators prove themselves by giving them like a, a basic shoe and be like, okay, let's see how many of these you can sell before you can unlock like the Air Jordan one. Because they did the same with Drake, right? Like Drake had a bunch of whack shoes and then he got like the Jordan 10 or whatever, which looking back, like I actually don't mind those OVO Jordans, the, the, like the Stingray, like pebbled leather stuff, the details. I feel it, but it um, yeah, clean. the Trunner was like definitely a low light for, for Travis and Nike. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's, uh, well, speaking of, I guess, low lights, uh, l- let's talk about Yeezys a little bit. So uh, Yeezy brand strategy specifically, uh, I'm sure you guys, any one of you who have been on Instagram lately, it's just been filled with all this Kanye drama. Uh, with uh, Pete Davidson or Skeet, as he likes to call him, and he's made his whole divorce extremely public. Uh, it's he's you know screenshotting DMs with Kim, DMs with uh, with with Pete Davidson. It's just like a big public mess. And uh, I know his documentary came out recently that definitely showed him in a more positive light. Um, but uh, I just feel like he's. I just get the sense that he's kind of starting to lose the people a little bit, if you know what I mean. Um, Mm -hmm. Like people have kind of, you know, who are normally supporting him are kind of out now at this point. It's just like, oh, I'm fed up of Ye. He's just like, he's just too much. So yeah, um, how does that, you know, how how does Yeezy brand deal with this? You know, the face of their brand is starting to, you know, be seen in like a negative light now, more so than positive. Um, and then with the whole strategy of Yeezy brand, I feel like lately they've really been retroing a lot of their most popular sneakers. So like they, they've been retroing, they recently did the 350 Oreos, uh, and uh, on March 22nd, we're going to be seeing actually for the sixth time, we're going to be seeing a retro of the wave runner. So it's actually retro six times in six years. Like that's actually insane. That's pretty um, funny, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so it's 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 Yeezy brand. What are they doing right now? Have they kind of just killed the brand with how much they keep retroing the same shoes over and over again? Um, I feel like a lot of their shoes are they're just being retroed way too soon. Um, and also with Kanye's situation, the way it is right now, do you what do you think about Yeezy brand? Do you feel like that brand is really starting to? Like they're, they've kind of, you know, lost their hype for sure over the last couple of years, but do you see that hype really, you know, declining this year? 
I mean, I, I think that Kanye has been through these like cycles, right, of being an idiot online and attracting negative attention. But he's always had, I think, the approach of all news is good news or like all, all coverage is good coverage. And it doesn't matter if people are like shitting on him, they're talking about him. And he did that for, you know, he does that for his albums. He does it for singles that release and, and he gets the people talking. I think more and more people are fatiguing, but I think he'll always have a core hardcore supporter base. Like let's say even, even if worldwide it's just, let's say he has, I don't know, 20 million fans worldwide right now. Let's say only 10% of those will stick by him no matter what he does. That's still 2 million people that will buy your shit, right? So I think he has cultivated this kind of like almost cult following and, and hardcore fan base where he knows that, sure, people will jump off. But, you know, maybe somebody says, oh, Kanye sucks, but that sneaker is cool. I'll still buy it. So they're not necessarily a fan anymore, but they still want the sneaker or they still listen to the music because it's good. Um, So I I see that, yes, maybe his following is declining or people are getting tired of him, but it's going to take a very, very long time for that to happen. And I I don't know. I feel like the and, and let me know your thoughts on this after I finish my point, but. I feel like Yeezy brand and, and the Yeezy Adidas sneakers have also become their own thing. You know, of course, Yeezy is Kanye West and Kanye West is Yeezy, but it's so big now and has been so successful for so many years that I feel it can almost stand without him. Like, what do you think? I Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the Yeezy brand by the, at this point has so many silhouettes, you know, there's there's got to be at least probably, I don't know, 20 silhouettes at this point. So they could potentially just keep pumping out the colorways, pumping out the retros. I mean, Jordan Brand has been doing the same thing with like six pairs for the last 30 years, right? Uh, giving us the same colorways over and over again. And Yeezy Brand now has around, I would say, 20. And yeah, so they, they're definitely big enough at this point to survive on their own. Um, what they have relied on, their, their strategy has been quite different than other brands in the way that they at the rate of how many new silhouettes they pump out every year compared to nike and jordan uh like every year we're expecting at least two to three new brand new silhouettes from easy brand and i'm not sure if they can continue to do that without him and without his creative input uh that remains to be seen but um i definitely think they're big enough to just continue on forever pumping out colorways um, but yeah, that's, that's what I think. I, I, I think on the strategy point, and this is something that I've written uh, about a few times when I was still at high snob. And I think we, we definitely talked about this in the big Yeezy episode too, but he has set up and he and, and his team obviously have set up Yeezy to have the 350, which is the cash cow. And then you have, so each silhouette and each model plays a specific part, right? You've got the 700 that is still a hype driver, but has been kind of, uh, what, what do you call it? Um, saturated a little bit. You've got the 350 that's been completely saturated and that's the cash cow because it still sells. There's still people that want it. Sure, it sits, but so do a lot of other sneakers and it still makes money. Um, you've got the foam runner, 
you've got uh, Yeezy basketball, you've got the uh, all sorts of like the Yeezy runner knit slides, um, slides. All of these play a very, very specific role. And that role also changes over time when a sneaker is fresh. It's the hype thing. It's the thing that keeps Yeezy at the forefront of design. It's different. It's controversial. Then when people get more and more used to it, more and more colorways come out. Then stock increases. More and more people get it. And there'll still be, no matter how many they produce, there'll still always be people who maybe didn't get a pair back then, right? So that's why now all the restocks are coming. The Wave Runners. There's people out there that still don't have a Wave Runner from one of the previous five releases, right? So I think it still makes business sense to release it. And, you know, I think they're okay with cannibalizing the Wave Runner colorway and the 700 V1 because they're like, all right, you know what? We want to give people the sneaker that they want. We know that there's still people that are going to buy it for retail. So let's do it. Um, we have the foam runner now that's going to show us just how edgy we are. And then maybe in two, three years, the foam runner will be re-releasing in the OG colorways. And we'll have another sneaker that none of us can even imagine right now. That is like that pinnacle, edgy, avant-garde, Yeezy sneaker. So I think... Yeah, I think each sneaker has a specific role and also the timeline determines how that role develops. Yeah, that's interesting. The way you the way you broke that down is very interesting about each sneaker having a role. So yeah, I mean that kind of definitely further proves your point that they are big enough to uh last without the the main man. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. But right now, I mean Kanye just seems way just seems more unpredictable than he ever was. But yeah, I, I I wish him the best because I watched the end of that uh, genius documentary mm-hmm. and it was really I, I don't know if you saw the ending of it. I haven't it was, I haven't seen the last episode yet, but yeah, um, the, the last episode kind of gets very dark because it shows a lot of clips of him having like psychotic episodes, oh, um, like uh, where he's uh, where he's a bit manic. Mm-hmm. Um, so so it's. It's kind of I. It definitely made me sad to see that because I, I have personal experience just from my family. I, I have a family member who kind of goes through the same thing, so I I recognize that when I see it, and it's just really sad to, um, sad to see that. And uh, I like I I watch him on Instagram sometimes, and I'm I'm wondering like he's actually I think he's actually going through one of those right now as we speak. So it's. Uh, yeah, it's it's just sad, man. Sad to see what's kind of happening with Kanye. I wish him the best. Wish him the best of health. But yeah, it's yeah, tough. Yeah, let's let's move on though. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the new main man over at New Balance, our boy Teddy Santis. Uh, he he gave us a quick look, mm-hmm. a quick little preview, a quick little overhead drone shot, I guess, of <laughs> all the sneakers, or at least like the first chunk of sneakers that seemed to be upcoming and what did you think it seemed like there was a lot of 990s specifically oh yeah um, v1s v2s also v3s in there i mean it's it, like you said it's a little taste of what's to come and i think i think that's what his biggest contribution will be right like not that new balance mainline or generally had bad colorways they there were some very very good colorways and there still are right but I think he he adds like a special layer. I mean, just putting his name next to it already makes people excited for it, right? But I think as we've seen with Emily Ondor, not just through their New Balance collaborations, through any of their collaborations, through their mainline 
footwear through their apparel or clothing ready to wear him and his team, they have a really keen eye for color and they have a very distinct palette. And I think it translates very, very well to, um, to new balance, especially the 990. And, uh, I'm looking at a picture right now and there's what one, two, three, four times four, 16, 16 pairs. And I cannot spot a bad color combination. I don't know about you. Yeah, I had I had a look too. I mean, there's it's I'm like, yeah, I need all of them. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They look they look absolutely fire. Um I, I the one that stuck out to me immediately was that orange one, orange and black. Those are like that's like my favorite color combination ever, orange and black. So uh that my eyes immediately went there. But yeah, they they look they look absolutely fire. Um and if this is any indication of what's to what what is going to be the future of New Balance and Teddy Santis, then I'm very excited. It looks like they're kind of giving him that, you know, Ronnie Feig type of role at Kit. You know, um, when Ronnie Feig uh, releases some ASICs, he'll release like a pack of 16 colorways. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think he recently released like a 30 pack, right? Yeah, or- yeah. It was like, uh, yeah, it was like 25 or it was like, or maybe it was 30 because it was 30th anniversary of the gel light three. It was right. And, and every single color was like, it was very easy esque because the colors were not that different from each other. Yes. Yes. It was, it was like the, it was like, you know, picking paint at the paint store where, yeah. they, where they show you like all the different shades of a color. Yeah. It was like, it was like that. Uh, and I, I feel like they're kind of giving him that role at uh new balance where he's just going to pump out like tons and tons of different colorways. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I'm excited to see what else uh, comes from comes from Teddy Santos. Also, New Balance. Speaking of New Balance, that that's our next topic. So, they seem to have a lot of stuff on the way. Uh, we we got we already got news of this protection pack follow up that we'll be dropping in April. I think it's officially this pack is officially being called the Pig Suede Pack, and one of those colorways specifically looks like an absolute banger. Like this, it's like a grayish colorway kind of similar to that OG uh, gray pair. Um, Is it the gray blue one? Yeah, exactly. That gray blue one. That one looks absolutely fire. There's also this navy pair and a, and a all over burnt orange colorway as well. Uh, of course, all three of these are going to sell out like crazy. And we've also started to see some restocks of the original three colorways of the protection pack. Size just had restocks of all three colorways. And I think that we're probably going to see like a worldwide restock of the, all of those. So good news for everyone who missed out on those originally. And yeah, so, that, so that's some big news from New Balance. Also, uh, I don't know if you saw ALD's latest post. Uh, they previewed a bunch of new ALD 550s that are going to be uh, upcoming. Interesting. So uh, it looks like that partnership is not ending. And those guys, ALD and the 550s, it seems like they can't do any wrong because every colorway that they come up with just looks super like timeless classic you absolutely need a pair that brown there's a brown colorway coming up which looks fire like every you know everyone's going to want to go after that pair so yeah that's looking good uh i was thinking about this like do you think what, what do you think is going to be that new balance model that becomes popular this year in the last three years it was it was first a 327 then it was the 992s in 2020 in 2020 and then in 2021 i felt like it was the 550s mm-hmm. uh, as far as like most popular new balances this year 
if I were to pick an early contender for that uh, title, I would say maybe the 991s. Uh, ALD, there's going to be an ALD 991 dropping, and I think there's a few more other collabs on the 991s announced. So it seems like they're really pushing that model this year. Um, yeah. That's, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's interesting. I honestly, I have no idea this year because I thought last year it was going to be the 991 because it was the 20th anniversary. Then it seemed to be the 992. No, not the 992. The 992. The 993. Exactly. Um, so I, I honestly wouldn't really have one specific pair. I'm maybe the 2002. I know, I know that there's like some very interesting 2002s coming, not just uh, colorway or collaboration wise, but also just in terms of what they've done with the silhouette. Um, I can't, can't reveal too much, but uh, there's some, some crazy stuff coming there. Um, and then obviously Joe Fresh Goods has that 9060, right? The 9060, um, mm-hmm. which has a really like thick kind of fat midsole. Um, but I, I don't know if that's going to be like the most popular New Balance shoe this year. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna say it's the 991. I don't see anything else right now that, unless there's a brand new silhouette, uh, they've done that already now in the last couple of years. So yeah, let's see, let's see. But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for the news. Let's quickly go into our upcoming drops. Uh, so I already mentioned March 22nd, we will be seeing the re-release of the Wave Runners for the sixth time. If you missed out on the first five times, guys. You finally have your opportunity. Number six will be restocking. Um, more Yeezy news. The Yeezy 450, a very uh, polarizing model, I would say. It's, it's going to be dropping in a cinder colorway. I believe March 24th is that date. Mm-hmm. And the last bit of Yeezy news is the Yeezy Knit Runner. Uh, so far, we've only seen two colorways of that model. That will be dropping in a stone carbon colorway, uh, which... You can just refer to as a basically like a triple black colorway of the knit runner. Um, that shoe might look interesting uh, in a black colorway. That original pair would just look like a banana on your feet. <laughs> um, but maybe like a triple black might be decent. So I'm guessing that people are going to be you know wanting to go after this sneaker. That will be dropping on March 26th. And uh, uh, one more, and then I'll let you do the rest. Also, uh, the Jordan 1 Rebellion Air that I talked about. It did drop in Europe last week, but the U.S. will be seeing a release on March the 19th, which is this Saturday. Yeah, but not a good sneaker. So <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, uh, and then there's there's a couple of others. There's a lot of Nike coming as well. The Nike Air Max Heavy concepts. Con- concepts, yeah. So that one, that one actually, like as of the time I'm recording this right now. Uh, it was very unannounced, but you can actually go on the Concepts website right now and buy this pair. It's actually sitting on their site right now. But the reason the reason why people are not buying it is because it's a uh, it's a company based in the United Arab Emirates Concepts, and I think people are just kind of scared of seeing that price. When you when I tried converting it into euros, it was like two hundred and twenty five euros for a pair of Air Max ones, which is kind of crazy, but they are sitting right now on the concepts website as we speak. Yeah. Then there's the uh, Jordan five Jade, which is dropping on March 25th in Europe. I'm not a huge Jordan five fan, but the colorway is quite nice. It's got this like, yeah, it's like a Jade green colorway. Um, 
Then you've got the um, Jordan 3 Muslin, uh, which yes. is dropping on March 25th and March 31st in Europe. That's a very nice one. Very, very subtle colorway. Kind of reminds me of the Amamanir 3s. Uh, yes, I was just going to say not, that. Yeah, like similar kind of theme, I would say. Um, so if you missed out on the Amamanirs, maybe this one is for you. Then we have the Air Max 1 uh, Air Max Day Pack on March 26th, as uh, Josh and I discussed earlier. Relatively simple, but if you're an Air Max 1 fan and you like Air Max Day, then, then this might be for you. We've got the Jordan 4 Blank Canvas dropping March 31st. Those are nice. You seen those? Yeah. They're, they've got this like, uh, they kind of remind me of the Levi's, right? Exactly, man. It looks like a Levi's retro pretty much. Um, but yeah. I, I am worried though, if, if the upper is actually all canvas material, I'm not a big fan of that material just because they it, it attracts dust and it just starts to look brown quite fast. And it uh, creases really bad too, right? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I have those uh, Air, uh, Air Force One Travis Scotts that were done in the same material and it, it just doesn't look good once it gets a little dirty. So just something to keep in mind. Mm. And then a uh, little bit of non-Nike stuff. We've got the Game Beha A6 Gel Quantum 366. On March 26th in two colorways, that's dropping at, you know, retailers such as N, sneakers and stuff. Uh, Vu is probably going to get them as well. And then you've got the Eames Reebok Club C85 uh, dropping in new colorways March 18th. So I guess today, if you're listening to this when we drop it. Um, yeah, so a lot of stuff, actually, a lot of stuff coming up. Um, probably my favorite of the whole pack is the Knit Runner, the Easy Knit Runner. Um, you're gonna cop those i'm not gonna cop them because i probably won't get them um and i don't even know if i could wear them but in terms of like pure design that's my favorite yeah i, I would say me too actually out of everything we just talked about that's the one i would go for uh i'm i'm totally fine wearing this black colorway uh yeah the previous two i just couldn't but this one yeah if i can cop man like it's gonna be tough but yeah i'm gonna try to cop those yeah, no, but that that's it from us today. Uh, good luck if you're trying for anything this weekend. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, I know we have a shout out, Josh. Who yeah, just a quick, quick shout out. Uh, we said we would be shouting out one fan every week uh, who has been a loyal listener of the pod. So today we're just going to shout out to our man, Paul Shitling who uh who is just a big time listener of the pod and he's actually hooked us up in the past with sneakers that we both took l's on so shout out to you paul and yeah as fabian said shout out to everyone who listens to the pod man we really really appreciate it and yeah tell your friends who anyone who's into sneakers uh we'd appreciate that as well and yeah until next time guys take it easy we're out peace